friends, dreamers, my homies, my people. All right, this is it, the end of season one of the Dreamology podcast. Look, I could do a podcast episode every single day. I love this. It is so much fun for me, but I am currently on the road with Charlie. I'm just really focusing on that. We're on the Dream Machine Tour, and we really want to focus on giving, helping people, inspiring people out in the world. And so it's taking me away from my fancy microphone and computer screen, and it's putting me out in the world, and I think that's exactly where I need to be right now. So season two will come back in 2021, but for now, this episode is really a recap. What happened in season one? What did I learn? How did this podcast evolve? What were my goals what lessons do I want to share that were the most impactful that I learned with the people who are on the show and where do I want to go from here? And so I'm going to take you back. November 2019, I am still so clueless on my entrepreneur journey. I was trying to help a company called Finding Your Z Grow and I just, it wasn't working. It wasn't, it wasn't going well. They were trying to do life coaching type stuff, finding your Z being like, you know, on the scale of A to Z, Z is your, is your dream life. And it just, it was coming to an end. And so I was thinking back to like, what do I want to do next? You know, I want to take my life into my own hands. I want to start building my own, my, my own projects, my own assets. And through the course of my first year, a lot of my good friends were telling me, dude, you got to start a podcast. Like I would listen to you. I would listen to what you have to say. And, and I've been thinking about that for a long time because I mean, I've basically been a podcaster my whole life. And what I mean by that is my favorite question to ask people is, so what's your story? My friends used to give me shit at the bars. I remember at Madison because I would really just be like, ask somebody their story and I'll get into a two hour conversation with uh, somebody at the bar and, and come back trying to relay that story to somebody else. And so talking about life and how to live it and being a philosopher and a psychologist and a dreamer and all these things has been in my DNA. And so I said, you know what? I am going to start a podcast because even if I never got paid for it, it's something I would do the rest of my life, the rest of my life. And I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn from people out there and have these conversations. And I wanted to have a way to meet these people that I've always wanted to meet in my life. You know, human beings are my favorite, like my favorite. I love humans. Humans are freaking awesome. And to have an excuse to sit down where there's no walls and vulnerability is the name of the game and I can ask somebody any question, I mean, it felt like the coolest thing ever. And so as a lot of you know, and some of you don't know, the first name of the podcast was called Live an Extraordinary Life. And even as I say it, holy shit, it feels like years ago that it was that. But basically I started as Live an Extraordinary Life. And The goal was to explore what does that mean to each and every single one of us? What does an extraordinary life mean to us? And I got through January, February. I was loving it. And then when COVID and lockdown hit in March, I had a chance to really look inward and say, live an extraordinary life. Is that the message I want to be sending? And honestly, looking back at it, I think a lot of this was insecurity. I mean, I changed it because I was sort of like, yeah, I don't know if it's good enough. And really what I've learned is like the name of what you do doesn't matter. The All this stuff that we think matters, the fonts, the whatever, what matters is you having a good product. What matters is you growing as a person and being better as a podcaster or whatever it is you're doing out in the world. 
But I decided to change it. And honestly, that change ended up leading me to where I am today. So I have zero regrets. But basically, I wanted to get more to the truth. I think that's why I changed it too. I wanted to get more to like, what is actually my story? and What I actually want to talk about? Live an extraordinary life? Okay, cool. But I think I've always kind of had a pretty cool life. So it, it doesn't really tap into my struggles. So I started to look more at what were my struggles. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but you know, I went through the whole education system and I was always a great student. I love to learn. I'm a student of life. And so I didn't mind learning what I was being taught. I actually really enjoyed it and I put a lot of effort into it, a lot of energy into it. But then when my senior year of college came around and I'm supposed to know everything at this point, I'm supposed to graduate and feel like I have life figured out, I felt like I had nothing figured out. I was anxious, struggled with mental health issues, didn't know what path I wanted to follow in life, didn't really know who I was, all these things. And I was like, how do I not know these questions after 18 years of hard studying and focus? 18 years. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. How do I not have any of these answers? And so I said, I know what it was. I was studying the wrong things. I need to study how to make my dreams a reality, not society's dreams for me, not anyone else's ideas of success. What is my dreams? How do I be happy? How do I be healthy? How do I find purpose? How do I find love? How do I love myself? All these things. And it hit me. Dreaming is always a word that I've loved because my first friend group that I really, you know, had a deep, deep bond with in the personal development kind of crazy dreamer world, we call ourselves the daydreamers. And I've always wanted to start a company about the daydreamers and, and dreaming and and it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, dreaming, studying, dreamology. The study of how to make our dreams a reality. Create a whole field of study. That is like, you know you can learn. Anyone can learn. It's just deciding what to learn. And so I put all my effort into dreamology. And as a lot of you know, there, and some of you don't know, the, I mean, there was this thing called the Dreamers Initiative, which was the parent company. And my plan was when COVID ended, it still hasn't ended, start doing meetups, start building a community of dreamers. So we want to end the solo pursuit of personal growth. Like that was my mission and the solo pursuit of personal growth still is like, I want people to dream together, to come together, to follow their own path, to show them that we can do it together, show them you can find happiness and to show them that life is this beautiful thing that is worth living. And so I started dreamology dreamers initiative was a work in progress and boom, we started rocking and rolling again. Shows started back up in June and the growth was insane, not in the listeners per se, but in what I was capable of. I started to believe bigger. And in the course of two months, I interviewed some of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world. I mean, Evan Carmichael, David Meltzer, Anthony Trucks, Case Kenny, Mark Metry. And I could have kept going. I mean, I was starting to reach out to like big time New York Times bestselling authors and and some really, you know, just big time people. And I'm like, wow, my growth is endless here. And even though, again, like I would say, again, I don't have a big following. I don't have, I'm not famous. I'm not a celebrity. And so it takes time to build the listener base. But everybody who's listened and everyone who I've interviewed is like, dude, you are on to something here. Like you have a gift for this. And that made me feel good, you know? And so the plan was to really keep diving into dreamology and keep growing this thing and keep taking it to the next level. Well, Obviously, uh, insert Charlie Rocket into the equation. Charlie was 
I have this dream list because I believe that I can meet anyone on this planet Earth. And that's one of my biggest goals in life is I want to meet my heroes. And I have a list of 25 of them. And Charlie's on that list. Yeah, people like Will Smith, people like, well, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, but people like Kobe Bryant, Tony Robbins, Dan Buettner, uh, Mike Posner, uh, Jesse Itzler, Russ. I have, I have a, a big list of people. And so I saw Charlie was going to Milwaukee. And again, this is the story of how I ended up with Charlie, but basically drove to Milwaukee to interview him, ended up going on tour with him full time. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy story. Um, and... I mean, really, it was the universe calling me in a direction. Again, when I committed to a lifetime contract with my dreams, I did that my senior year of college. I committed to a lifetime contract with my dreams. And I said, you want to help people. You want to be happy. You want to love. You want to serve the world. Follow those things and see where they take you. And so when an opportunity presents itself, when you get in front of a man and you tell him your life vision and he's more successful than you and he has the same life vision and he believes in you and he wants you to join his tour around the U.S., literally helping people and inspiring people to dream, it was like literally a no-brainer. It was like, yep, all right, I'm in. Let's do it. And so I basically put all Dreamers Initiative stuff on pause. I kind of said, all right, that's on pause. I was doing a life coaching program at the time. Boom, scrap that. All the video clients my brother and I had back home. Boom, scrap that. I mean, I left everything, everything behind because I wanted to go all in. I wanted to go fully all in. And one of the things I said I want to keep doing on the road, though, is the podcast. I'm on a podcast note. I can document. I can share. But honestly, it's just been too much. I, I want to be there. I want to help in person. I want to inspire in person. I don't want to just be an influencer right now. I want to be a person of influence. I want to be out in the world, truly serving humanity. And so that's why I wanted season one to come to an end. And my goal with season one really was to figure out what do I want to do with this? That was my only goal. And I honestly didn't really fully figure that out yet. I think that's a forever evolving process. But here's what I did do. I created a network of over 50 people of friends now that I interviewed who basically mentored me along this journey and taught me more about myself than I've ever known in my entire life. I was able to start building a personal brand where I could meet people and talk to people and share ideas about these crazy concepts that we talk about. And it led me to getting on tour with Charlie. And so starting this podcast was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> and I do know more about what I want it to be like. Going forward, I've been thinking a lot, you know, a lot of podcasts are, you know, they, they appeal to the masses, which is awesome. But I was like, how can I make the most authentic podcast ever? We're... Each listener DMs me after every show and we have a conversation and it's like, it's like, it truly feels like we're sitting in the same living room and we're having this conversation and you're just sitting in the living room with me as I, as I talk to you and, and we're friends and, and I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. We're both just humans trying to explore how to be humans together and how to make our dreams come true and, and how to empower each other. And, and so as I look to season two, I'm really asking myself, 
you know, how do I do that? How do I really feel like we're all going on this journey together and really just make this as authentic as possible um, and really just be vulnerable and open and share my struggles and I want to hear your struggles and I want to hear your successes and I want to support each other and I want to, you know, just finding a way to make this thing really personal to you so you feel like you're a part of this thing because you are you're a dreamer you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't a dreamer if you weren't wanting to level up and go to the next level of your life and so that's where i want to take it and so i have some pretty crazy ideas and visions but i'm going to sit on them for a while i'm going to sit on them and i'm going to really take time to say all right season one's in the books chalk it up as a huge 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 win where do you want to go? And what's so exciting is I got 80 years. I'm doing this till the day I freaking die. I mean, I have so much time to craft and evolve this vision. And so I'm really excited for that and to be able to kind of, you know, you early listeners, there's probably about 100 of you, I'll be honest. There's That is about the number. There's about 100 listeners um, who come back frequently and tune in and and to me, that's such a win. Like, again, I'm just a 23-year-old kid from Minnesota. Like, I'm so to have 100 people listening to my words when I've just been experimenting and trying and not really trying to grow, but just trying to learn and share what I learn. I mean, to me, that's an honor. It's an honor uh, that who, if you're listening right now, like, thank you. Like, you all mean so much to me. And it's empowered me to keep going and the little messages and the, and the words of inspiration. And, and those of you who feel like, you know, you're a part of this thing early, like, you know, you're helping me build this thing because you're giving me the confidence to keep going. And so I love all of you for that. It's truly, truly a blessing, um, you know, to just have you in my life and be a part of this whole thing. And so as I reflect, I want to just share with you some of the big takeaways that I've learned from this podcast. And I didn't even write anything down because I wanted to just speak from the heart. What have I learned this year? Well, the biggest thing I've learned, and I've talked about this too, is just committing. Sign in the contract. Like when this episode's done, I want you to write a contract to yourself and say, this is what I'm going to do. And for me, it was, I want to be happy I want to impact others. I want to find love. I want to figure out why I'm here, who I am. And so everything I did in the last two years and since starting this podcast too has been figuring out answers to those questions. And never quit when time gets times get hard. Because what I realized is the hard times are actually our greatest teachers. Those moments of in the low and not knowing what you're doing and wondering if you should just quit and go back and get a stable job and questioning and questioning and self-doubt and self-doubt and all those moments and failures are just the universe and God or whatever you believe in testing you, teaching you something, building you into the person you need to be in order to build the life you want to live. Whether it's empathy or compassion or patience or curiosity or, or showing you a new way, it's all taking you somewhere. And so step one is committing and step two is never, never quitting, never quitting on those bad days because what I realized is, especially in this year, 2020, I could think back to three days, three days that were the worst days of my year. And I thought about it. I said, wow, if I would have quit on one of those days, it would have changed the 362 days I had that were good. If you quit in a low moment, oh, 
I know there's going to be regret. I knew there was going to be regret. So I fought through the lows because I knew on the other side that there was going to be a rainbow on the other side of the storm. And I was right. I was right. There was rainbows on the other side of the storm. And there's still storms. And the best part about that is I know there's going to be rainbows on the other side of the storms that I'm going through right now. So it's all really exciting now to know that the ups and the downs and everything, it's all guiding us through life. It's all guiding us towards where we want to go. The other thing I learned this year is that expectations is a recipe for anxiety and unhappiness. When you graduate college, people think that you should have your life figured out and all put together and, and you're, you're this well put together adult. It's like, no, we are kids. We don't know shit. And what I say now is that I'm just a kindergartner because when you go to school, that's kindergarten through senior year of following somebody else's path, someone else's dreams for you. When you graduate school, you're in kindergarten again, but now you're on the pursuit of figuring out your own dreams. And once I got rid of that expectation for myself of being this put together person who knows everything about life, I started to be able to just exist and say, oh, okay, cool. I'm in kindergarten again. How would a kindergartner attack this? How would a kindergarten view this? What kind of level of curiosity and play and excitement would they bring to this journey? And that, oh my gosh, that helped me so much just to be able to say, all right, I'm at the beginning. Sweet. Let's go. It's time to do it. We've done it once. We've done it once. We went through school. We did it. We learned what we had to learn. Now it's again, dreamology. And now I'm just studying dreamology and I'm in kindergarten again. So what can we learn? Beyond that, comparison, I realize, is a big factor because our whole lives, we're comparing ourselves, people around us and how we're doing compared to our peers. But when you step into the world of entrepreneurship, all of a sudden you're comparing yourself to like Gary Vee and it's like, not fair. And you see the people your age too who are succeeding and you're comparing yourself and it's like, whoa, 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 what is going on here? Like, I feel really bad. I feel like a failure. And again, what I realized, I met, luckily, I had the opportunity this year to meet a lot of very successful people and become friends with them and realize that, first off, nobody is perfect. The people that we're jealous of, they got their own shit going on in their life. And I've seen that time and time again, all of us humans are all struggling with the exact same thing. So that was nice to know. The second thing is, instead of just being jealous, I realized that this was the biggest opportunity for me to learn. The people that I'm jealous of are because they have something that I admire, that I want. Maybe it's a skill. Maybe it's a craft. Maybe it's an energy. Maybe it's a whatever. And so what I started to realize is that these people that I was sort of comparing myself to actually, one, they're really like me, so I should become friends with them or at least study them. And two, what can I learn from them? And through that process, instead of comparing myself to others and wishing I was like other people, I started to actually you know, talk to them message them, form friendship with them, say, hey, how did you do this? How did you find energy for this? How do you find passion? How do you do this? And over the course of time, I started to realize that, oh, wow, these people can teach me so much. And beyond that, I don't want to be them because there's no reason to be jealous of someone because they're running their own life. I'm pursuing my dream life. They're pursuing their dream life. We have different stories, different backgrounds, different everything. So it's foolish for me to compare myself to anyone. And so all these initial things just helps just take the weight off the shoulders and said, okay, cool, cool. All right, where do we go next? Well, the next question was, who do I want to be? And I had a guest, Anthony Trucks, who really, really changed my perspective on this. He said, identity... Most people think 
is like the fruit of the tree. It's the apple or the orange or the peach that comes out of the branches. That is our identity. And for me, I was identified as being a student or an entrepreneur or an athlete. These external things, the fruit. What he said, your identity is really the root of, it's, it's the trunk, it's the roots. That is what remains. Your identity is the values you have. Your identity is the habits you have. Your identity is a choice. Who do you want to be right now? Decide and be it. What does it take to be that person? Well, it takes self-discipline. It takes gratitude. It takes patience. It takes compassion. It takes empathy. It takes a, a love of others. It takes impacting others. It takes uh, trying to be happy. All these very core things. Build the trunk of your tree first and the fruits will come. That completely changed my life because I was so concerned about who I was and how people were viewing me. And honestly, I struggled starting because I was like, I am telling myself and people I'm an entrepreneur, but I feel like I'm not good at this. I don't know anything about it. And so now I feel like I'm inferior and my identity is someone that, you know, isn't this powerful person and I feel lost and I feel insecure. And and I was like, no, you don't want to tie your identity to the fruits. The fruits is just a result of you building the tree trunk. And so I did this exercise. I said, all right, well, who do I want to be? Because I know that society tried to change, change me into a Tim. Everyone said, don't call yourself Timmy. That's childish. Be Tim and be more professional. And you're a, a young professional now. And you have to act like it. And you have to talk like it. Walk like it. And I said, nah, no. That is stupid. I'm going to be me. So who is me? And so I created this superhero for myself, Timmy the Dreamer. And I literally wrote in my journal, who am I? I said, I am a human. I am a giver. I am a learner. I am a light. I lead with love over fear. I am a small piece of something far greater than myself. Why am I here? To be happy, to help others, to give and receive love. What do I value? Human connection, community, impact, exploration, health, purpose, fun, empathy. What are my superpowers? Optimism, the ability to make others feel seen, my ideas for humanity. What is success to me impacting a human life each and every day? Dying with zero regrets, being on a constant quest to be the best version of myself. What do I commit to? I commit to a lifetime contract with my dreams. I commit to being the change, not just talking about it. I commit to building myself into a king so I can be ready for a queen in my life. I commit to my family and friends that I'll be there for them. I commit to being healthy physically, mentally, and spiritually. I commit to living out my reason for being. I commit to making life a party and adventure and fun as hell. I commit to being Timmy the dreamer, the authentic me. I am here as a fellow human to do what I can with what I have to play my small role in moving humanity forward. So as you can see, that is a deep sense of self-awareness that took looking at the tree, not the fruits that are being produced. And so that was a huge breakthrough for me. Now that I know who I want to be and my purpose, you know, and purpose is another great thing that I learned about this year. I'm just kind of rattling out all important hot topics here, but purpose is actually a lot simpler than we make it. One, it's what problems do I see in the world that I care about? Two, it's what are my superpowers and how can I mesh those two things together? And so living out a sense of purpose has become really easy for me because what I did, and I recommend you all doing this, one, I took like a little strength, strength finders test that, you know, that works to find your strengths. But two, I actually asked, I asked all my closest friends and family. I said, hey, what are my superpowers? Like seriously, what am I really good at? You know what's crazy? Everybody said the same two things. They said, oh, your optimism for sure. And your ability to connect with others and make others feel seen. And I said, oh, Okay, so I need to use those two things every day to help others. 
wow, that's just simplified purpose. So when you look at your life, and that's what I learned, purpose. Okay, what do I care about? What do I, lo- what am I, what am I good at? And also, the two other categories you can add in there is, what does the world need? Oh, sorry, sorry. Nope, I already said that. <laughs> sorry, my bad. What does the world need? What do I love? What am I good at? And then, obviously, the fourth piece, how can I make money doing it? But a general sense of purpose, you don't have to always make money doing it, right? You can have a sense of purpose in many ways. But if you want to make a career out of it, uh, you can add in the money piece as well. So now, look at this. We're, we're, we got the learning. We got the kindergartner. We got signing a lifetime contract. We're figuring out our identity. We know our purpose. And all these things really allowed me to find a deep sense of happiness, you know? And I had so much help along the way because what I realized is that all human beings don't know shit. We really don't. We know so little. But if we acknowledge that and realize that we have so much to learn from each other, we can start to combine our knowledge and then we can start to know a little bit more. And so I hired meditation coaches. I hired business coaches. I hired life coaches. I I paid for courses. I did it all to learn about how can I be as happy as possible? How can I lay the foundation for my life and my story and know really who I am and find that deep sense of happiness before any sense of success because then I will never get lost. I'll never go somewhere to chase the money or the fame or the cars or anything. I'll go there because it's going to make me happy. And what I've realized through this whole journey is that we all already have all the things we need. We just have to start to understand that, start to get the perspective and start to build and start to grow on the skills we have and the habits we can learn. And and really, we can be anything we want to be, but we have to be ourselves. You know, I love the quote, your dreams don't have to be big, they just have to be yours. Figure out what makes you tick, what makes you happy. So my hope for all of you out there is you do the same. Because it just has changed my life. I mean, I'm so grateful. But start with the core. One, commit to a lifetime contract with your dreams. Two, I would start inward. I would say, what are the values? What are the things I really want? Because committing to the dreams at first is committing to values. What set of values do I want to you know, operate on? And you can go online and look up list of values. And for me, I picked a few. You know, I picked uh, health. I picked community. I picked impact. I picked gratitude. I picked happiness, you know, some very core things, adventure that are going to guide my life. Once you have a core set of values, I recommend doing an exercise on purpose, the Ikigai graph, which is starting to build a list of, okay, what problems in the world do I care about? And again, those four categories. What am I good at? What do I like? And how can I make money doing this? Or how can I just serve a sense of purpose? Because I've realized that A sense of purpose is what guides you. It's not falling in love with what you do because life is going to suck. Life sucks a lot. It's hard. It's painful. But being guided by a purpose gives you a reason to wake up every morning. I wake up every morning pumped because I know why I'm waking up. So commit values. Find that sense of purpose. And then really study. I mean, wow, that's kind of cool. Study your struggle. I just thought of that. Study your struggle. What are the things that you've struggled with the most? Because for me, I realized it was the mental health. It was following my own path. It was embracing my authentic self. And so once I learned about those things and was able to study them, they became my superpowers. 
Now my ability to talk about mental health is a superpower. My ability to follow my own path is a superpower. My ability to connect with others is a superpower. My ability to be a light and a dreamer is a superpower because I studied my struggle. And so study your struggle. Learn where you're at and what it's going to take to get to where you want to go. But don't worry about having it figured out, you know, where you want to go exactly. It's about the core. Who do you want to be? Because that will take you to where you want to go. Who do you want to be and why are you here will take you a lot farther than asking you what do you want to do. Because what do you want to do is such a temporary question. From one moment to the next moment, it changes. But who do you want to be and why are you here? That is permanent. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is, is, is a thing that can guide you the rest of your life, a reason for being. Focus on that. That's going to get you through 2020, what's going to get you through 2021, and the rest of your freaking life. And fall in love with the process. I keep going back to this in my head, but outcomes are outcomes. And humans have a great way to adapt to really, you know, just get used to whatever it is. It's called hedonic adaptation. No matter how good or how bad an outcome is, we always kind of come back to the center. And so getting a new car or getting that fancy job or doing whatever, yeah, it's going to give you an adrenaline, a high for a bit, but you're going to come back to base. Like you're going to come back to the center and it's not going to be as cool the hundredth time you drive that car or the hundredth night you sleep in that big house or the hundredth, you know, the thousand, hundred thousand dollars you make or whatever it is, whatever outcome, even me having a successful podcast, all these things I want, like the outcome's not going to change how happy you are. Your happiness is going to come from falling in love with the process, with the lifestyle that you're living, doing it, with the everyday life. You know, some people say you only live once. I think that's BS. I think you only die once. But you live every single day. At least you have the opportunity to live every single day. And so you got to fall in love with the process because outcomes are not guaranteed. And if you're just living your life waiting for something to happen to make you happy, it's not going to happen. You have to take it into your own hands and study happiness and study what it's going to take for you to be the person that you want to be, to do the things you want to do, to make your dreams a reality. This is what I did. And it's worked. And it's not just me. I've looked at hundreds of other successful, happy people. And this is what they did. They took it in their own hands. They committed to it. And they said, you know what? I'm going to make myself happy. I'm going to chase my dreams. I'm going to do this thing. And I'm going to find my purpose. And it's going to be an amazing life because I said so. And I'm going to make it that way. And so I believe in you. And as I send you off from this episode, I really hope that you're able to look inward. And ask yourself, really, what are your dreams? Start to ask yourself, what is your dream life? And really start to ask these hard questions about purpose and identity and following your own path. Because if there's anything I've learned, it's that following someone else's path is just a recipe to unhappiness. But there's a community of us. There's so many of us dreamers out there who are following our own path, who are on our way to amazing things and doing amazing things. And we can do it together. And you can be happy following your own path and you can find purpose and you can find a deep sense of meaning and connection to yourself. You just got to take the jump. As Steve Harvey says, you're never going to know if you don't take the jump. The parachute will never open. If you jump, the parachute is eventually going to open. It will. You may fall for a bit. You may fall for longer than you want, but the parachute will open. But if you never jump, the parachute of your dreams will never open. You'll never be able to live a life that is truly you and truly incredible.
And so thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody who's tuned in to season one. I have so much more to share, but I don't have time. I got to go to an airport. I got to catch a flight to Atlanta. I got to go help people. And so I wish I had more to share. But basically, here's what I'm going to do. Until season two comes, I'm going to share all my dreamology lessons still on my Instagram. That is where you can really follow me, follow my journey, um, and really I'm going to be still sharing a lot of this stuff in just micro doses. And so at Timmy the Dreamer um, on Instagram, Timmy.the.dreamer is where you can find me and I'll still be sharing with you. I want you guys to go on this journey with me. So again, one of my goals for the next, like as I said, part is to be very authentic and to really know my listeners. And so if you listen to this, um, please, 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 please. DM me on Instagram and just said, hey, man, I listened to your last episode. Um, Maybe share a takeaway, share a thought, share what you're excited about. Um, I really just want to know you. I I, I don't want to do this to be someone who just talks to a screen and looks at likes and comments and followers. None of that means nothing. It means something to me as relationships and impacting people's lives. And so I really want to know you. So please DM me at Timmy the Dreamer. I want to get to know you and I want to build this relationship so going forward we can help each other on our journeys and experience this crazy thing called life together. So this is it. Wow. I can't believe I did it. Holy shit. 70 episodes, 80 episodes between the two podcasts. Um, Here we are coming to an end. Season one. A lot of nostalgia, a lot of excitement, but um, wow. It's all over. I, I love you. I appreciate you all keep dreaming, keep believing. I believe in you so much. Like I, I'm, I'm closing my eyes right now and I'm looking into your soul. Like you have so much in you. I have so much in me. You struggle, I struggle, but there's so much out there for me and you to be learned and people to be helped and, and happiness and experiences to be had. And I want you to live the best possible life that you can live. And I really mean that. So go out there, Commit to your dream life. Sign the contract. And I'll see you on the other side. Until season two, my friends. This is Timmy the Dreamer signing off. Peace.